0: Internet, welcome to the first and maybe final pop <laughs> ball. It's a beautiful day here today. My name is Kip. Weinstein, and I'm here with uh, no, nah, no, nah, yo, no, nah, um, <laughs> that was my attempt at um, I was you know, gonna see how far you were gonna go. I was impressed, I think I could do it, <laughs> but no, no, no. Hey, everybody, uh, welcome to Pop Culture Parenting, the retrospective podcast where we look back at the media we consumed as young men and see how it changed us, shaped us, and talk about if we're gonna share it with our little ones that we have with us. So, there's a special episode here today. I like to uh, uh, introduce myself. My name is uh, Mark F. Jones, and I am blessed to bless this stage and this beautiful day here with uh, on my left. And uh, on my left, I have Nails. Nails, why don't you uh, give uh, people a little introduction? My name is Niels R.Y. A.K.A.
1: I don't want your life, <laughs> and Shannon. All
2: right, I am S-H-A-N-D-M-A-N, Shannon here. I'm, a what, T'Challa's second cousin on his mama's side, twice removed. That's me.
0: It's a special day here on Pop Culture Parenting because we are going to do something a little different. We're going to have a draft, and not just any type of draft. You know, the NFL season's over. We're going to have a draft of fictional fantasy characters. And Nels, why don't you... Uh, give the people a little rundown of what this draft is going to consist of so we are going to do the
1: first pop culture fantasy uh draft football draft or what we're calling the pop draft um our draft is going to be six rounds it's going to be a snake draft where we are going to pick football characters that come from a, an assortment of movies. So the rules that we had in selecting our players. So there's a pool of players that we're gonna pick from. We can't just make up players in our head. There's actually like a list that we're gonna pick from. And all of these uh, players have our pl- football characters in movies. The rule that we had is that we could not pick real NFL players. They had to be players that were not real. Or if they were real, they could have only played at the highest level college. Like they couldn't be NFL players. So like we didn't pick any players from Brian's song. No, there won't be uh we won't be crying listening to the story of Piccolo. <laughs> we're not we're not doing that. Or, you know, we're not gonna see any other like NFL players and stuff like that. It's going to strictly be made up characters or folks at the highest level being college. Again, it's going to be a snake draft. We're going to look at it just like we would look at a fantasy football team. We're really thinking about who is going to get us the most points if they were to play on Sunday. So all the things that you think about with a fantasy team, who's going to get the most rushing yards, who's going to get the most touchdowns, passing yards, uh, defensive players like sacks, interceptions, fumbles. And for some odd reason, Mark wanted to know if we're a PPR league. Yes, we're going to count each reception. Not sure if that matters with the selection of players that we have, but those are the rules. We're gonna try to not say anything during each during each pick, but after each round, we will add a quick commentary about who we picked and the movies that they came from and things like that. Uh, so that is the draft. Any
0: questions before we get started? No, no, it sounds like a riveting good time. Thanks for nails. And we go into the press box with Shannon with analysis of our players. Shannon? <laughs> 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 All, right. All
2: right. Go. Starting off, we have Willie Beeman, quarterback from Any Given Sunday. Uh, What an army's got. All right. <laughs> Secondly, we've got Forrest Gump. From self-titled Forrest Gump, running back for the Alabama Crimson Tide.
0: That brother played more than one position. (laughs) I heard he loves his mama.
2: Yeah, he loves his mama. Next, we've got Ronnie Sunshine Bass from Remember the Titans. QB with a golden arm and even shinier locks. Uh, (laughs) Next, we've got Bobby Boucher Jr. from the Waterboy. Linebacker, uh, defensive all american Next, Ricky from Boys in the Hood at Running Back. <laughs> Next, Cheeseburger Eddie from The Longest Yard, tight end. Next, uh, we've got Meggett from The Longest Yard at Running Back. Each touch, he gets stronger. Julian J-Man Washington from Any Given Sunday at Running Back. Flashy, style, he's got it all.
1: You can home!
2: Get off me. Steve <laughs> Latimer from the program on defensive line. We've got Charles Jefferson from Fast Times, a monstrous defensive end. Next, we've got Booby Miles from Friday Night Lights for the Permian Panthers at running back. Put him in. Want to win. It. Put Booby in. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. We have got Rod Tidwell from Jerry Maguire, starting wide receiver. Spike Hammersmith from Little Giants. He's uh, So this is interesting. He's just registered as athlete. This player does it all. <laughs> Catch the ball, interception, tackle, run, all
0: of the above.
2: Becky. Wow. Oh. Uh, Sh- Shannon,
0: I'm sorry to inter- interrupt, but uh, I heard that he does not play with girls. Can you confirm that?
2: Uh, yes, yes. That, that has also been a worry. Uh, as, you know, as we mentioned, we talked to a lot of players, uh, during the season and a little before the combine and, and he mentioned that is one of the things he will not do. Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, sad, definitely sad. Uh, (laughs) but yeah, he just left it at that. He just said, I will not. Becky Icebox O'Shea also from Little Giants. This is the direct, the direct foil to, uh, Spike Hammersmith. Becky, once again, does it all. Fullback, running back, catch, tackle, interception, any of the things you need, Becky's got it. And cheerlead. And cheerlead, yes. So also, not only the physical leader of the team, but also the spirit of the team as well. (laughs) Uh, Wow. Wow. Rudy, from the self-titled movie, Rudy. Rudy, we'll say he plays defensive end. Rudy, uh... You know, he does his thing. If when Rudy gets in the game, let's just say when Rudy is in the game,
1: the game is over.
2: We can just put it that way.
1: All right. Does it come with the brother at the end who just does the inspirational clap? Like <laughs> is he included in the Rudy pick? Uh yes, yes. From the show Rock. So glad that you asked that
2: because yes, hype man is also included. So oh, yeah. Oh yeah. wow,
0: that's gonna that's gonna be big for Rudy. Uh uh, I mean he he wasn't much of anything, but man, that 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 clap at the end, that's gonna be a big ticket for a lot of coaches out there.
1: Definitely exactly. rising up the draft charts now. Exactly. <laughs> Shane,
2: Shane Falco, the replacements at quarterback, once again. Strong arm. He's got all the tools. Heinz Ward from the Gotham Rogues in the Dark Knight Rises. This player is once again is dynamic. Wide receiver, kick returner. Um, I mean, when he sets his goal, when he sets his mind to something, he is fully focused. I mean, <laughs> during the last, during one of the last plays of the season, uh, do we remember the kick return? The entire yes, ground yes. caved in behind him, and he
0: didn't notice. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and if I do, if I recall, Shannon, I believe everyone in that stadium died. And that was the last game ever played at Gotham City. Is that correct?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Hmm. Uh, We got got to list him as Survivor as well (laughs) in in all positions.
2: Yes. Yes. Durability. (laughs) Durability. I will tell you, everyone was knocked out of that game, but he was still standing tall. So his durability is not a question at all. And lastly, but not least, we have Billy Bob from Varsity Blues. Of the offensive line, a guard. I mean, pancakes are not a stat, but I tell you, Billy Bob uh, racks them up. If mm. you are not getting to the quarterback, you are you're getting pushed back. He creates a new offensive line. This mm. is one dynamic offensive lineman, and would be the cornerstone of any offense.
0: Ten, Wow. even a ten. That's, that's just, that's, that's great stuff. That's great stuff. So, uh, yes, uh, Nails went over the rules and now I guess, uh, because it's age before beauty at the pop cult, uh, we will be picking in order of youngest to oldest. So that being that, uh, Shannon, you will have the first draft and I will have the second and Nails will uh, round it off with the third draft and then we will, uh, go from there. Keep going. Right? Reverse it. Yep. All right. And I will never get a first round pick for some reason. But I digress. <laughs> and we
1: won't have a timer. We're just going to start complaining if someone takes too long to pick somebody. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> we'll start. We'll start harassing them and booing them. <laughs> Great.
1: All right. All right,
0: Shannon. You are on the board. This is interesting, Nels, because I heard that Shannon has been eyeing Bobby Boucher, but it turns out he might go for Ricky. But even though Ricky is dead, let's see what he does.
2: <laughs> With the first pick of the 2020 pop coat draft, Shannon Smith selects Ricky from Boys in the Hood. Mm. Running back. Mm.
0: Wow. 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 Well, um, let me let me get him off the board. So I'm going to X out Ricky so I know. Wow. 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 Shannon. All right. So Ricky's gone. Uh, let's see. OK, so so my turn. I'm on the board. I'm on the clock. <sighs> we got a good, good, good uh, stock of individuals here. But you know what, man? Uh, defense wins championships. And just like this player, I also love my mama. I'm going to take Bobby Boucher. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great pickup mark that's that, a great yeah yeah you know okay you're hard worker
1: uh lucky for me i i can rebound from this so i'm going to go with uh, a tried and true american hero uh with the third pick of the 2020 pop call draft i'm going with uh forrest gump Woo! and that concludes the first round Mm. of uh the pop called draft so let's recap number for uh the first overall pick was ricky second uh the water boy bobby boucher and third was forrest gump man i gotta say mark i hate your guts (laughs) i definitely thought bobby boucher was gonna be the number one overall pick i think this is a steal of the draft
0: yeah yeah i think uh, i think i kind of lucked up here but uh man Shannon, Shannon, can you can you say why you picked Ricky? Ricky shot in the back alleyway. Ricky Cat. over <laughs> over two of the coldest white boys
1: to ever play football. <laughs> you picked Ricky. <laughs> I got uh, I got to hear what your
2: rationale was. So so I live in an alternate universe where Ricky never died. They they actually uh, they actually missed. Their uh, their aim was so bad they missed. And in my world. Ricky went on to play college football, he went on to get drafted, uh, and we found that every time Ricky touched the ball, it was, feed me, feed me, feed me, he he got stronger with every touch. He's got speed, he's got power, he's got finesse, uh, judging from his highlight reel, and in my alternate universe, Ricky did not die, do not break my heart and tell me he did, so... <laughs>
1: <laughs> i will say one thing we did see what ricky's life would like would be like if he didn't die that was called the best man exactly, mm, exactly. <laughs> so we, we <laughs> gotta see and he like was a hall of fame player so yeah to see it okay and and mark i don't think you need to explain but any any rationale around picking the water boy bobby boucher
0: i mean hey uh defense wins championships uh you can't you can't lose if the other team can't score Bobby Boucher probably now I'll tell you what I would have. I would have a designated team psychiatrist cause Bobby has some pent up issues that he needs dealt with and channel that anger healthy, you know, and I don't need any, uh, any last Boy Scout moments with Bobby Boucher. <laughs> so <laughs> I have a, a designated team psychiatrist, but, um, I mean, yeah, the water boy came back in the the second half and helped the 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 Mud Dogs win the Bevin Bowl. So uh, that just says it there. And uh, yeah, I'm Shannon. I'm surprised you let him go, but I knew he, I was snatching him up as soon as he was on the board. That's great. And I uh, I went with Forrest Gump because uh,
1: Forrest Gump is an American hero. Uh, Forrest Gump is a war veteran. Forrest Gump was probably the greatest player out of Alabama. He played at Alabama, right?
0: He did play mm-hmm. at Alabama.
1: This man. Knows how to run. Um, I have never seen Forrest Gump one get tackled and two get caught. The brother is just fast.
0: He outran the Vietcong.
1: <laughs> he outran an entire country and proceeded to go back and save more people. Like he is an ultimate teammate. He is a role model. He is an amazing father, even though he ain't know he was a daddy because. Lady was a trampo. so he doesn't have good taste in women. Yo,
0: will everyone leave Jenny alone, dog?
2: <laughs> Jenny, Jenny was, she was living her life. She was, she was the originator of Hot Girl Summer, right? Like, that was, that was, like, her throughout the 60s, so.
1: Shannon, Mark and I were, like, watching Forrest Gump randomly. I think we were on, like, vacation together. We were watching, we were sitting down watching Forrest Gump, and the whole time, like, Forrest Gump ages very well. It's a good movie. What has not changed from the minute I first saw Forrest Gump to this day is that Jenny is a trampo.
0: Oh man, dude! All right, you know we're gonna say that for another. I I get it. Jenny did Forrest wrong, but like dog, she's going through her own things. But whatever, it's fine. It's fine. We're not here for Jenny. We're here for football. So <laughs> and yeah,
1: I'm I'm proud to go for it. So we're going to jump into uh, round no, two.
0: No, can I can I can I ask you something? Um, so we only saw Forrest play kick return. Are you planning to put him at any positions to try him out? I I mean, do you do you think you can land a lot on his load? Like he he's not as his own coach quoted, he might be the stupid stupidest son of a bitch alive, but he sure is fast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I have full faith. I have seen Forrest take a a mediocre shrimp boat company and turn it into a multi million dollar business. I have I have full and complete faith that Forrest can pick up uh, the complex offensive playbook. So I I feel like he can he can play multiple positions on the team.
0: All right. Well, Shannon Nels has clearly gone insane. So <laughs> no, play. But um. All right. So... Well, I guess uh, Nels, you're starting off the next round.
1: Yes, I am to open off the second round of the uh, Pop Call Draft. I am selecting. Booby Miles Woo! On Friday Night Lights, running back.
0: All right, all right. Dang, Booby is off the board. You know what my biggest fear is? I'm looking at this draft already, and, and uh, I, I'm like, man, am I going to have a team of white boys?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to go and go ahead and snatch up Willie Beeman. Oh. Okay. It's
2: all right. We can do this.
1: You going for Willie too?
2: <laughs> what were y'all going for Willie? <laughs> no, y'all, y'all, y'all took the like the next two people that I was thinking about in, in succession. <laughs> so yeah, so we can do this. So this is what we'll do. I'm gonna go Julian J Man Washington any given Sunday.
1: And that concludes round two. Wow. So in round two, we have a sweep of Any Given Sunday.
0: Wow. Wow. Says a lot about that movie and those players.
1: I picked Booby Miles because, man, I, I kid you not, I don't think there was a player in, in all of these movies who was as dominant of a running back as Booby Miles. Literally, when you gave Booby the ball before he got hurt, you were in for a show you put him in and you'd watch him spin with the black nikes on like the brother was amazing amazing i think i started wearing black cleats because of booby miles like this man was amazing i am very confident and comfortable with him being the running back of my
0: team i boob <laughs> out of all these fantasy like characters booby was the one person where i was like i was hurt when when that, oh, I don't know how to do it, play football. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> like, I probably can name how many times I've cried at a movie and Friday Night Lights, Boobie Miles, learning that he'll never play football again is one of the saddest things I've ever seen in my life. Nels, you picking Boobie Miles, I was like, man, this. this the, I looked at the board and I was like, man, Nels is really turning it up. You know, Booby Miles is going to put points on the board. I don't have any offensive players yet. And, you know, Willie Beeman, I think, might have the most—I'm not saying he's the best, but he he might have the most potential, raw potential out of anyone on this board, remaining on this board. I think with Al Pacito's guidance, once he took them from the Sharks, the Miami Sharks, and I think they went to San Francisco at the end of it again Sunday— I I in my imaginary world, I think Al Pacino and Willie Beeman had a like a like a like a Tom Brady Bill check thing going on. I think mm-hmm. Willie Beeman never left that team. Uh Al Pacino, whoever his name was, in Then given Sunday never left that team. And they went and did some real damage in uh in the league. And um, I mean, hey, he's Willie Beeman. Gotta get the mark.
1: That's what yes, 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 yes. Uh. Come on, My
0: name is So what, what what can you what can I say?
1: That's a great pickup. I need mean, like I I wish I could like say something smart, but that's a great pickup, man. <laughs> I want it I want it. I wanted Willie Beeman, man. I'm I'm thoroughly upset about that. Yeah, Booby Miles, raw talent.
2: I don't know. He told the line between dedication, so dedicated, to I mean, I gotta say something bad because I didn't pick him, uh to you know to, to selfishness. Maybe he was somewhat toxic to the team. He didn't believe the medical, uh he didn't believe the medical staff. He, he thought the medical staff was out to get him. You from Midland, ain't you? You from Midland. <laughs> so Willie Beeman. Got to say something bad about him because I'm salty. I didn't get him. <laughs> Willie Beeman, I mean, we gotta wonder about his durability. I mean, he got you know he he took some hard hits. He showed he shows heart, but uh, I mean you know throwing up before the huddle. I mean it's uh, at its simplest, it's just awkward. I don't know. And you know we gotta wonder about his focus. You know uh, how focused was he? Uh, because you know he's making music videos. He's what was he modeling and doing all of this? I mean I need someone who's focused on the team, which. Shows me that I'm a hypocrite because I picked uh, Julian J. Man Washington, who was more concerned about his carries and his stats than his team winning. But you know what? When he got on the field because he cared so much about himself, he put the team on his back uh, as a running back until his flashiness would sometimes uh, hurt him. Because I remember, I remember like the big fumble. Uh, When he was trying to be flashy and carry it with far from the body and all of that, that's that's my one worry about him. You know, maybe he's fumble prone, but uh, outside of that, I mean, amazing, amazing running back and would be one of the cornerstones, uh, to any offense.
1: Mm,
2: Brother is good,
1: but he probably is the most like self. I mean, Booby Miles was pretty cocky and selfish, but. Of, like, anyone who cared about his stats, he may be the one on this draft cared more about his stats than anyone else. Oh, oh, he did. He, Because he he wasn't even like, give me the ball
2: more so, you know, so we can win, I can do it. He was like, no, give me the ball more because if I get this many touches, this many yards, then I get a bonus. So, Mm. so yeah, he was selfish.
0: Yo, yo, so to channel Stephen A. Smith right here, uh, Shannon, I, I don't like the conversation we're having here. I don't... You took a man's <laughs> – you know, I, what I can say about Willie Beeman, he's good on the field. He's good on the field, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. I don't care what he's doing. He can make 100 videos, okay? He can, he can make, buy 100 cars, but the results on the field, that's all I'm worried about. That's all I'm worried about.
1: Great. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's oh, fantastic!
2: <laughs>
1: it's fantastic quality, quality podcasting going on over here. Uh, <laughs> righty. we are now entering round three of the Pop Cult Draft. Shannon, you are on the board with the first pick of the third round of the
2: Pop Coat Draft. Shannon Smith selects Rod Tidwell from Jerry Maguire.
0: Woo! Mm, that hurt. Dang. All right, I'm going to have to start making some big moves here. Uh, I am going to pick, with my pick, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to grab just the all-around football hustler. Uh, I'm going to grab Spike Hammersmith from the Little Giants.
1: Because I'm not sexist, I am going to pick... Becky Icebox O'Shea to anchor my defense. Uh, I am pleased, excited, and welcome to join our team since Mark's franchise decided to choose that sexist player. And we are excited uh, to beat them to the ground every time we play them this year. And that concludes, that was a very quick round. (laughs) That concludes uh, round number three. So do uh, I
0: do I get a chance to defend my pick since you shit it on Spike?
1: You do, you do get a chance to defend your pick, but first, since Shannon has started it off, Shannon selected Rod Tidwell, A.K.A. Show Me the Money. Shannon, any uh, what's your what's your takeaways from your pick?
2: All right, so and this is this is not to be sexist when I say these words. This is a grown man's league. Y'all choosing kids out here. Rod Tidwell, grown adult person. I mean, star receiver. He's got he's got the hands. He's got the flash. He's got the money. He saw it. He got the money. So Rod Tidwell. I mean, he's 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 got what you need in a superstar. That's it. And he's an adult. He's over twenty one. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I chose Rod Tidwell.
0: <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so. Oh. Uh- so you know, uh, Shannon, that that's great. You know, and I hope Mr. Tidwell, you know, when he's not when he's not injured and he's not holding out for a bigger contract, that Tom Cruise has to run all over the country to uh, negotiate with you. I, you know, I hope he's he's doing your franchise well. Let me let me talk to you guys about Spike Hamersmith, right? This, yeah, he's a child. He's a child. This child was moving a refrigerator. On his own, on his back. <laughs> that is <laughs> what did, true. You know what? You know what, what, did, what, did, what did his dad say? He's like, at, at, at six months, he was moving the football uh, across the floor with his head. This kid... Is a freak of nature and I love it. I'm I'm trying to make the monsters, Shannon. I'm looking for for people who are gonna take it to the next level and we're gonna do things that no one ever seen before. All right, we're gonna be like Madden's Raiders. All right, we're not looking for nice little little cohesive guys that want to showboat. You know, we we want raw insane talent and that's what I'm going for. Spike has the strength of a small gorilla. And and he is versatile. He will will work. All right, it's a new world spike. We'll work on the not playing with girls. All right, we can. He could be taught. He's still young. There's still time. All right. I I just think he the the, the potential there. It's it's like picking a Super Saiyan to be in your team, and mm-hmm. and that's why I picked him. All right.
1: I can't argue with anything he just said. <laughs> uh, he is he's very much a Super Saiyan. When you look at the icebox play football like yes she may be a very young child but like she has the the eyes of Luke Keekley like her form tackle is like on the same level as Brian Erlacher and like when she hits her targets it i all i can think of is Steve Atwater like she is by far like the ultimate combination of a defensive player and at the same time She's a three-way player. She not is only the anchor of the defense. She is the lead blocker of the offense. And if you've seen those running backs on Little Giants, they are little. (laughs) Like, the only reason that they are getting through the hole, she is creating those holes, man. Like, she's a beast. She is literally probably the only beast on the team. There's actually, like, two other folks. But the one brother who could catch the ball, this man had his hands stuck on his jersey. Hot hands. And I said she's a three-way player because not only is she the anchor defense, not only is she the lead blocker, she's the cheerleader for the team. There is nothing that the Icebox can't do. I am proud and humbled to have her anchor our defense.
0: Nils, can I say I think I think you got a solid pick there, and and if if Icebox was on the board, she was probably going to be my second pick. I'll, I'll say on this list, she might be the most fundamentally sound and polished defensive player that's on the board. She's like you said, she has a great form tackle, she has a natural know of the game, and she has no fear, you know, and a natural born leader. With that, we are going
1: to start off the fourth round. We are almost there. We have just completed half of the draft, y'all. Give ourselves a round of applause. Good job. Go, go us. <laughs> uh, um, so with the f- to kick off the fourth round, this is actually funny. This, this was somebody that was at the top of my draft the entire way. And I'm surprised he has dropped this low. Um, but my franchise is happy to select him on the fourth round because uh, we know he is number one round talent. Um, we are proud to welcome Ronnie Sunshine Bass uh, to be the quarterback of our team. So we are picking Sunshine to lead off the fourth round.
0: Nice pick. All right. What do we got here? What are we working with now? You know, looking at this list, you know, when we're really going through it. Um, I'm going to go with my man, Cheeseburger Eddie.
2: Uh, with my pick. I mean, no surprise here. Uh, I've got some great running backs. I've got a receiver. But what is my receiver if I have nobody to put the ball in his hands? Oh, sorry. I didn't need to explain all that. Uh, (laughs) Shane Falco of the replacements, my pick.
1: All right. And that completes the fourth round. I pick Sunshine because it's Sunshine. Like, this man... He's just a great quarterback. I don't know what what can I not say about Sunshine that hasn't been said already? Like this man is just he's he has a golden arm. Like you described him in the pre-draft. Shannon, you described him with golden arm with matching locks. Like he is going to be on the poster of all the young ladies in whatever mythical town that my team is based out of. Like he is going to be an awesome leader and role model for all the lives in random part of America
0: you know Nils uh uh, I think you you're only feeling that way because my boy uh Willie Beeman was off the board from you and that's kind of why I I I took Willie so early nothing against these these uh quarterbacks but uh I mean Sunshine's uh you know he's he's a a very uh, special talent but let's face it he only got his um his position because Rev got hurt and Mm. uh you know that's the, the, hey that's that that's the way and he showed up when it was time to show up but you know if it wasn't for a Rev getting hurt Sunshine probably wouldn't even wouldn't even start but I'm um, you know what I'm not trying to hate on your pick let me talk about my pick uh Cheeseburger Eddie like I said this guy he he's got the shakes to make you quake <laughs> you know <laughs> he's got he's got the burgers well he just got burgers. <laughs> I forget how that line go. I think he's like, "I just got fries." But uh, no, you know, Cheeseburger Eddie. You know, he he had a rough pass, but um, man, you know, this guy. I mean, he's 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 built like a My Hero Academia character. You know, uh, he's got to be over six foot forever. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm saying what Cheeseburger Eddie's at least six foot three, six foot four. You know, he's got good height on him, good reach, um, solid player, tight end. I could probably get a little uh, uh um two way. Ball with him. Um, I really like uh, Willie Beeman feeding him the ball across the post. Uh, I just think that's a solid combination right there. Willie, the cheeseburger Eddie, and you know he's bringing lunch. You know he's bringing he's bringing lunch for practice and after games, and you you can't beat that.
1: That can't be sanitary. (laughs) I can appreciate having a teammate that cares about feeding the masses, but like having your cheeseburgers in your sweaty pads. That ain't sanitary. I don't care
0: what anybody says. Well, let's be real. W- Willie Beeman, he is not allowed to even show Willie Beeman <laughs> one of his cheeseburgers because <laughs> I don't need my quarterback getting food poisoning. But those yeah. cheeseburgers are going to feed Spike because the way Spike like moves and eats, he's probably constantly eating food. So I think it's just a good combination to have uh, Cheeseburger Eddie there to supply Spike uh, nourishment and fuel.
2: So, you know, with mine, like I said, it was no surprise. I needed a quarterback. I've got great running backs, got a great wide receiver, uh, you know, but they're nothing if I can't get the ball in their hands. And I've got one play for you, triple option pass. So can you imagine this? All right, fake up the middle. We've got Ricky, you know, does Ricky take it up the middle? Okay, cool. That's a touchdown. All right, fake it to Ricky, pull out. Option, I'm running. Shane Falco is not the fastest quarterback in the game, but, you know, he'll get a couple yards. But, let's say, about to get hit, pitch it to my man Julian J-Man Washington. All right, that's an automatic touchdown. But then, imagine this. The snap, fakes it, fakes it up the middle to Ricky, takes one step like he's running the option to J-Man, steps back, launches it to my man Rod Tidwell. I mean... What are you gonna do with it? What are you gonna do with it? That's like three automatic touchdowns, no matter what you do.
1: (laughs) All right, y'all. We're going to jump into the fifth round. Shannon, you are kicking us off.
2: Fifth round. My pick is Charles Jefferson from Fast Times.
0: Good pick. Good pick. Uh, You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really throw a wrench into the board here. I'm gonna take Rudy. Damn it!
1: pick mark i'm going to take heinz ward for the gotham rogues so shannon talk about probably another player that i'll put on the same level as bobby boucher as someone who is equal parts motivated because of his anger but also may need some Extra support because of his anger.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, and and part of the reason I picked him is because that same hope that I have in Ricky, uh, that same just belief and and unwavering faith, I have that in our in our psychological uh, in our psych team. So obviously, uh, you know, Charles is going to have to go through a lot of sort of psychological tests because we are a little worried uh, how things will go, especially if we throw some concussions in there. Uh, but you know what, I have faith in them. Uh, he will he will be this monster that can I mean he will tear apart offenses uh, I mean you saw the highlights his team beat another team forty nine to zero without the offense touching the ball one time I'm pretty sure I saw him kill a man once but we're not gonna talk about that uh, because it was on the field so it was legal but I uh, actually saw this guy uh, he he hit this guy and the dude was like just shaking on the ground uh, I think he's still shaking like till this day.
1: Till this day that, that's amazing that he dropped down to the fifth round if we if we think about the ability of this this man so great steal in the draft
0: shannon so uh yeah i i uh snatched up rudy um you know because of his supporting cast i think <laughs> nails i see you shaking your head there but uh i i know i know when uh when rock gives uh that inspirational clap and those inspirational words. I, I mean, think, Nails, think about this. You you have Willie Beeman, this young QB, and you have Rock. Give him a motivational speech. It, it's man, that's like putting gasoline on a forest fire. It is gonna. He is gonna be the the assistant coach. He is gonna be my GM. Rudy may not even play. I just need Rock. <laughs> To, to show up the practices and games, you know, and hey, you know, if we're up by, you know, three touchdowns and there's, a, you know, five minutes left in the game, why not? Rudy could get a couple couple snaps. You know, and he, hey, he may surprise me, but uh, this was all because of Rudy's entourage, and I think I made a wise choice. I, th- I think this is an emotional choice, and it's going to be the better for my team. I try not to be jealous of my friends. I try
1: to see their success as my success. But not this time, f you, Mark. <laughs> Charles S. Dutton is by far one of the most inspirational men out there, or, or what we belovedly call him Rock, because of his short-lived series on Fox <laughs> with some amazing acting for like a show that probably lasted like sixteen episodes.
0: Man, we got man, we got to do a Rock. You know what? I I was actually looking for a Rock. I, <laughs> I was I was going down the rabbit hole of the internet, and I was looking up Rock and just reading about Rock. You know that it was the first show to have a same sex marriage. I did not know that Rock, oh, yeah. really? Rock, R- like right Rock. I think it was like Rock's cousin or one of the like cousin or something got married. They, they got married in Rock's house, and they were they were a gay couple.
3: Yeah,
2: and, yeah, yeah, man. I miss Rock though. <laughs> yeah, it was a good show.
0: I picked
1: Heinz Ward because uh, the brother is focused. He is a survivor. When in doubt, I feel like I can give him the ball, and the only thing he's going to focus on is getting to that end zone and nothing else, and hell have no fury. Hopefully, Bane does not show up to Far stadium and my entire team dies. But when in doubt, I still have uh, my franchise player,
0: Heinz uh, Ward. I think that's a solid pick. I mean, Nails, that, that, that return sold the movie. Mm-hmm. That was the trailer that sold the movie for a lot of people. So you know, your boy he he beat Bane. He beat he beat Talia. Uh, spoilers for uh, you know Dark Knight Rises. So uh, he made it. He lived. <laughs> so, I wonder what his life was
1: like after that. <laughs> it was horrible.
0: He he. It, there's no there's no happy ending <laughs> after that.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. That's that's got to be a tough way to. So it's a score touchdown. <laughs>
3: so,
2: yeah. So like, my question is, so you know, like, what happens? Like, do, are those stats still gonna count? Because I mean, like, everybody died. The game, <laughs> the game. I'm sure is what I don't know what they call it, like no contest, DQ, forfeit, or whatever. But, um, but I would be like, so do I still get those stats though? Like, oh yeah, guy?
1: who like if you were playing Hines that week. You want all ninety-four of those punt return yards <laughs> and that touchdown. Like so, it's unfortunate what happened to that field, but like <laughs> fantasy so, football don't wait for nobody. So, I need are those.
0: You, are you are you telling me that if you were playing Hines that week when uh, the uh, the the Gotham uh, Stadium crumbled, that you get potential points, potential points that he could have got?
1: Oh, where was the flag, Mark? I didn't see a flag. <laughs> Count those points. That was a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> Just because the ref died, <laughs> that was a
3: touchdown. Yeah,
2: I mean, I think I think that's how you know it's a guarantee there was no flag because who was there to throw it? Like the the ref had definitely fallen down a crevice by that uh, by that time.
1: So let's we are we are towards the end. We are in the last round of the 2020 Pop Call Draft. Um, and with the first pick, I'm going with, and this is going to be a controversial pick, but I'm going with Steve Latimer, the Dean lineman from the program. Uh, so not, folks, not a lot of folks remember uh, the program. And if you do remember the program, this was the roided out white boy who would take steroids and take more and more steroids because he wasn't strong enough. And you may be wondering, why am I picking a known cheater uh, to be on my team? Well, it's because he clearly loves to win. And I am all about winning. And ideally, he does not get caught taking all these steroids. So I am picking. Uh, and and actually, the the one other reason is you always need a crazy white boy on your football team. I had Sunshine, Calm, Cool, and Collected, and I had Forrest Gump, an American hero. I just need a little crazy
0: white boy on my team. No, you know what, Nels, to piggyback just real quick, if history has dictated anything all championship teams have a crazy white boy somewhere. He may not be a starter, but he's somewhere in that roster. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, uh, you know, um, my, my my last pick is going to be probably a predictable one because uh, I need someone to, uh, uh, you know, run the ball and um, give the ball on third downs. And uh, I'm going to pick uh, Megat Nelly from the Longest Yard. With the last pick
2: of the draft, what, Mr. Irrelevant, (laughs) the very last pick, (laughs) I'll go with Billy Bob, Varsity Blues.
0: So uh, with my pick, you know, Nels, to, uh, you know, piggyback off your crazy white boy commentary, I think the only other thing, and this is, you know, Booby Miles even fits into this category, nothing beats a country-ass brother. And a country-ass brother that can play football is going to take you places, and Meggett played with no shoes on, and they don't get much countryer than that. I think if it, I, I I haven't seen someone play with no shoes on since I was in elementary school, and uh, you just don't do it when you're playing with the the big boys. So the fact that he goes out there with the confidence to play with no shoes on, let, let's face it, if you play with no shoes on. You you know you're not gonna get touched. You know you're not gonna get tackled. So to have that confidence, to have that skill, uh I think he's just gonna round up my team really well.
2: I mean, I went with Billy Bob, uh, one megat, no shoes on. He's just asking for turf toe. Like it don't even it don't even matter if he's playing on a natural surface. That's turf toe waiting to happen. Yep. And then yeah, Steve Steve Latimer, good pick, but I mean, good luck getting through half the season. Like, you know, those "quote unquote" random drug tests. Uh, <laughs> you know, let's just say I like to win, so I would I'd put a little birdie away. It's like, hey, I think y'all should maybe test Steve. Uh, I mean, you ain't heard from me, so you know, so he's definitely he's definitely gonna get you know that call about PEDs. Billy Bob, I mean, offensive lineman, guard. I mean, he's just, I mean, pancakes, pancake blocks. Pancake, the food, all of that. Like, if it's a pancake, he's all about it. Honestly, I haven't done a lot of scouting report on Billy Bob. I just know that, uh, hey, he's offensive lineman. <laughs> of he will, he will, well, he'll make a way.
0: Well, well, Shannon, let me, uh, well, let me, uh, let me step in here because I did a little scouting report on your boy Billy Bob, and uh, he weighs five hundred pounds. <laughs> the boy, <laughs> the boy runs a sixty minute forty. That's cool.
2: You know, what? if my defense pulls through like I'm hoping it does, I'm only going to need them for about three quarters, maybe two and a half. So
1: (laughs) (laughs) to recap the draft, just to note a couple of quick things. Number one, the first overall pick was Ricky from Boys in the Hood, and Mr. Irrelevant was Billy Bob from Varsity Blues. Shannon's team consists of Ricky from Boys in the Hood, J-Man any given Sunday, Rod Tidwell from Jerry Maguire, Shane Falco from The Replacements, Charles Jefferson from Ridgemont High, and Billy Bob from Varsity Blues. Mark's team consists of the Waterboy, Bobby Boucher, Willie Beeman uh, from Any Given Sunday, Spike Hammersmith from Little Giants, Cheeseburger Eddie, Longest Yard, Rudy from Rudy, and Migit. From the Longest Yard. You got two Longest Yard players on your yeah, team.
0: Yeah, I feel like they're going to work good together. Uh, I would hope so.
1: One doesn't have shoes and one carries cheeseburgers with them all the time. Cool. And then my team is Forrest Gump, Boobie Miles, The Icebox from uh, Little Giant, Sunshine for the Titans, Heinz Ward from The Dark Knight Rises, and Steve Latimer from the program. So those are our teams. Brothers, any thoughts as we are wrapping up our first draft?
0: You know, looking at my team, <laughs> nails. Now that now that you said that one of my players is a uh, well, two of my players are convicts, and one keeps cheeseburgers in his uh his underpants. I'm, I'm, I'm maybe maybe I jumped the gun a little bit <laughs> on, <laughs> on some of these picks, but you know what? I I feel like with with rock. Being a assistant coach and general manager, it, let's be real. I'm going to make him my defensive coach and uh, probably offensive coordinator. But uh, I think I think I got a solid team here. I think Bobby Boucher is really going to handle things on defense. And Willie Beeman is going to shine with Meggett and Cheeseburger Eddie. And I'm just going to like unleash Spike like a pit bull. Mm.
2: With mine, okay, on the negative, if I do step into reality, I mean, I have a running back that's dead. I have... <laughs> I have another run- running back that is fumble prone and only cares about himself. I have I have a wide receiver who I saw that scene in Jerry Maguire and I'm still unsure if he ever got up. Like I think he's still down, so he might I, I mean I think I have a wide receiver who's hurt and you know I have a lineman who is definitely not going to get through the whole game, much less a whole season. I mean my quarterback I think is okay and I have a uh, I have a a star, I have a stud on defense who once again, uh, I mean, I have a little humanity. Like, I saw him kill a man, and I'm still a little shaken by that. So, but no, no, I think I think I have a solid team, though. Solid team.
1: Your most consistent player is Shane Falco. Yeah. Go uh, figure. <laughs> uh, I mean, I love my team. I feel great about my team. I got Forrest Gump, y'all. Like, I'm. I feel very good. Like, when in doubt. All these players can get hurt. We're going to be fine because Forrest Gump is on our team. Now, how long he will stay in the league because he is a traveling man. He don't like staying in one places. I don't know. Um, and if that tramp ever comes in the stadium, I may lose the man. But hopefully she is gone in California with whoever. And I can keep Forrest for as long as we can. Um, but I'm very happy about my team. Very, very happy.
0: Good. So nails, can I can I tell you what I think is a um, maybe a flaw in your your system you have there? Forrest Gump is a tried true American hero, right? Yes. First time Jenny shows up to that stadium, you're gonna have a Yoko Ono John Lennon situation on your hands. Jenny can make Forrest do whatever you want. It could be a minute left. You're on their twenty in the fourth quarter, and Jenny will be like, "Come home, Forrest," and Forrest Gump will drop that ball and leave that stadium. And I think that's a big You're problem. Not you <laughs> You're not. I mean, we
1: have we have visual proof that he will do. He will drop anything for Jenny. So, fellas, I think unless y'all have any questions, I think the last thing I'll throw out there is. After doing this draft, talking about these characters in these movies, is there any of these characters or any of these movies in particular that you're, as we're talking, you're like, yeah, I think my kid needs to see this?
0: I think everyone who loves sports or not is eventually going to see Rudy mm-hmm. once in their life. That, that's a movie that I feel like you you see once in your life, no matter who you are, where you're from, You you end up seeing Rudy. Little Giants is near and dear to my heart. Gonna definitely especially you know with icebox playing. I'm gonna share that with my girls. Forrest Gump. <laughs> there's very little football in Forrest Gump and a lot of other like heavy stuff. That's that's classics, man. That's classics. The water boy, you know, that's that's a classic of my book. Uh I think everything else on this list. If if we have Oh, well, re- remember the Titans. We're gonna watch that. Like like I'm gonna even watch that with Kosi this weekend on Disney Plus. But uh, <laughs> everything else on this list, I think if we get to it, cool. Um, Boys in the Hood's a classic. I, I mean, it, it's tough. It's tough. It's hard to skip anything on here. We 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 made some great picks.
2: Yeah, for me, uh, no, no, I I agree, I agree. All of those being classics. I think like when he's old enough, definitely remember the Titans. Any given Sunday, I like, even though, like, it's not some, like, in the end, like, feel good, happy story, but it's just, I don't know, it's just something about it is showing, I guess, some of the, the dark side of, like, you know, ownership and the, you know, the league as a business, and I think just, like, the, the football. I just remember being, like, I forgot how old I was when I first saw that, but but just, like, love the movie. But definitely biggest one to me, uh, Boys in the Hood, like, just the 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 affinity towards Ricky, uh, and even like that entire movie, there's a, there's a whole story about it uh, at some point I'll tell, but it's like, that movie is what caused me to go into higher ed, into the work that I do right now. Uh, and it was because of a connection at the end really being like, wait, that's not the end of the story. What happened? You know what I mean? Uh, really thinking about like what happened with the rest of their lives, like the story didn't end when the credits came up, you know. But I would say, uh, yeah, I would say Boys in the Hood would be one I would uh, definitely, when he's old enough and ready, be like, you know, let's watch this.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, shade it. okay, fellas, can we can we really real quick can we talk about like some of the uh, iconic moments in these movies? One, let's really talk about that clap. Can we like like that? I I hope something in my life, like like happens to me that I. Just have the, this man couldn't even finish the clap. You go, he, I think he gets too good, like, and then he, and he like, kind of, he kind of like misses it at the end and just, like, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a black man be that happy for a white man in my life.
2: Joe Biden got the Medal of freedom or whatever. I think that's maybe the <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: and- at any point did y'all
0: remember that this was a movie like I, that brother was not acting they they you know, yo Nels, you 100 right they must have showed his like son graduating grand cum laude or something like that was not acting that was the pride i don't know you know you know you know how uh, famously in the alien movie to get the cat to react they like they did something off screen to scare it. Well, they did something off-screen to my man to, to spark that emotion out of him. Like that, that's what one of the greatest movie scenes of all time.
1: Yes. Yes. And why I'm so upset that I didn't get that. But yeah, I I that clap, man, I use that as like my go-to gif. That is like, I have used that gif since GIF started. Like that clap is everything. And then just going back quickly to talk about movies. I mean, y'all named everything just to you know keep it nerdy. I gotta show my son The Dark Knight Rises. It's it's yeah, it's necessary. I don't know how much I'm gonna like highlight the fact that like there's only one person alive now in this entire stadium. He's gonna like the movie. He's gonna watch the movie and and appreciate Batman being Batman. What a lovely voice. <laughs> yeah, we gotta. I gotta show him Bane. Yeah. They ain't got some of the best one-liners in villainy history.
0: Let, let, uh, let me ask y'all something: Is is Boys in the Hood a hard to watch movie? And what I mean by that, there's certain movies that I love, but like I can't, I can't go back to them because they just hit me in a, in a place where I'm like, I don't want to visit those feelings right now, or even ever again. And just like when Ricky got shot, and then it, Ricky getting shot, that was one. But when when <laughs> <laughs> when uh, when Cuba Gooden and Ricky get Some pulled up. over, and he's like, "You dick, you dumb, and he and he walks into the uh, what's the name's house, and he
1: <laughs> <laughs> the air boxing, yeah, no, that gets me weak every time.
0: I feel, I feel, I'm not, like, luckily, Naga Wood. I haven't been in a situation like that before, but I feel like everyone's been that mad where you just <laughs> fight the air and and you lose, but it's okay. <laughs>
1: That is a hard scene when you first watch it, but after like the fifteenth time watching Boys in the Hood, you just start. It's like the color purple. You can just like start laughing in certain scenes. You're like, oh yeah, this is the part where Ricky gets shot. (laughs) There's just certain parts that are like funny, but like it takes a while because you 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 get so embedded in the in the movie that you just get used to the to the drama.
2: Yeah, I feel like there's been so many times that I've seen Boys in the Hood, like. I could probably count on one hand the number of times that I have that I was like, "Oh, I sat and I watched it from beginning to end." But
3: mm-hmm.
2: so many other times where like I've watched it, maybe watched it till the end, but because I jumped randomly in the middle or, or you know, or some some part. So I think so I think that's why like I've been able to like quote unquote like see it so many times.
0: Now, Boys in the Hood is a definite. Uh, it's on that list of no matter where it's at, when I see it, I'm I'm finishing the rest of it.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> All righty, y'all. We have wrapped up the first and potentially only pop cult fantasy football draft. Gentlemen, any last remarks before we close the show?
2: My team is solid. I mean, you know, uh, so ex- expect to see us somewhere probably like second round of the playoffs this year, I would think. You know, after that second round, who knows? Uh, they might be sitting on the couch with me watching the rest of it, but hey, we at least we're making it to the second round.
0: I I think I got a good, solid team. I think we're definitely making the playoffs our first year as a franchise. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna go to the Super Bowl, but we're definitely playoff contenders our first year as a franchise. And I'm I'm just gonna um, gloat a little bit that my quarterback comes from a movie that might have one of the greatest sports movie speeches of all time.
3: I don't know what to say, really. Three minutes to the biggest battle of our professional lives. All comes down to today. Either we heal as a team or we're going to crumble. Inch by inch, play by play till we're finished. We're in hell right now, gentlemen. Believe me. And. We can stay here, get the shit kicked out of us, or we can fight our way back into the light. We can climb out of hell, one inch at a time. Now, I can't do it for you. I'm too old. I look around, I see these young faces, and I think, I mean, I made every wrong choice a middle-aged man can make. I, uh... I pissed away all my money, believe it or not. I chased off anyone who's ever loved me. And lately, I can't even stand the face I see in mirror. <clears throat> you know, when you get old in life, things get taken from. I mean, that's, that's, that's part of life. But you only learn that when you start losing stuff. You find out life's this game of inches. So is football. Because in either game, life or football, the margin for error is so small, I mean, one half a step too late or too early, and you don't quite make it. to pieces for that inch. We claw with our fingernails for that inch. Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's gonna make the fucking difference between winning and losing. Between living and dying. I'll tell you this, in any fight, it's the guy who's willing to die who's gonna win that itch. And I know if I'm gonna have any life anymore, it's because I'm still willing to fight and die for that itch. Because that's what living is! Right. The six inches in front of your face! Now, I can't make you do it! You gotta look at the guy next to you, look into his eyes! Now, I think you're gonna see a guy who will go that inch with you. Hell, yeah. You're gonna see a guy who will sacrifice himself for this team because he knows when it comes down to it, you're gonna do the same for him. Hell yeah, man. That's a team, gentlemen. Hell, yeah. And either we heal now as a team yeah. or we will die as individuals. That's football, guys. That's all it is. Now, what are you going to do? inch by inch (laughs) we die for that inch (laughs) that's living that's football boys (laughs)
1: and yeah the last thing for me I, i feel great about my team but our best player will live or die by the thought process of a tramp hoe i'm nervous about that but outside of that i feel very good about my team thank you all for listening to our episode of pop culture parenting We have a new episode every month. Find us on all social media at PopCultParent. You can email us at at PopCultParent at gmail.com. Please don't forget to rate us, review, and subscribe. And don't forget to join the cult.
2: Peace. Peace. We out.